Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! That's right, we are the men with no names, except the previously mentioned names. Dude, are you singing the man with no name theme song in, uh, because of the Boba Fett rumors? Oh, I mean... They have to call them rumors at the point, but we all know that it's <laughs> that that's what's going to happen. There's the solo Boba Fett movie on the way, and I mean, it, I mean, yeah, like, like I said, you have to call them rumors, but really, it's like any kind of news to kind of keep the nerd saliv- saliva just flowing about like yeah. any good things to come out of this whole Disney deal. Well, I'm I'm actually like you know we've talked about this before. I'm pumped for a solo Boba Fett movie. Not really pumped for a solo Han Solo movie. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. Harrison Ford just is Han Solo. So, but Boba Fett, you know, technically in the prequels we saw who he was, but that's bullshit. Yeah. I want to see Boba Fett, but at the same time, I'm nervous because I don't want to see him with his mask off all the time. Like Judge Dredd did it perfectly. Mm. Never fucking took the mask off. It was great. Yeah. So exactly. if Boba Fett keeps the helmet on, I'm pumped for this movie. But if he's got it off for half the time and we find out his inner demons and stuff, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. And, of course, you know, with the rumors going out, one of them is that the original Boba Fett dies in the beginning of the movie. And then someone else picks up the armor and goes forward. And I was like, holy shit, that's, that's like the worst possible thing they could do. So, of course, that's a rumor that it could happen. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I heard that rumor and I was like, that is the best possible thing. Kill off what the, the fuck? Are dude. you serious, Chad? Kill, no, dude. All right. Kill off the prequels. Boba Fett, right? So, and have it be like a flashback to before Star Wars Episode Four or something, and then you could just like, then you could be like, all right, so we're resetting Boba Fett to like to like zero, and now he has to you know achieve his own merits. Oh, uh, okay, okay, sorry. Let me let me rephrase what I was saying earlier. Okay, I was afraid that they were killing off Return of the Jedi Boba Fett. No way, That's dude. What I was afraid of, but if they want to kill the fucking clone. Uh, from Attack of the Clones, if they want to kill that Boba Fett, that's totally cool. So, sorry, let me rephrase that. Yeah. If they kill clone Boba Fett, that's totally fine. But kill just him. don't don't kill Return of the Jedi Boba Fett. That's what I was afraid they were going to do. No, I mean, like, I think, like, you know, if they started off with, boom, the prequel, the prequel Boba Fett that you knew and did not like, gone. Yes. And then, boom, he's crawling out of the Sarlacc pit. Yes, okay. Base is covered. You know, like, now we're back to, like, round zero. Let's start fresh, and let's, like, bring in, like, the the Fast and the Furious triple X, like, you know, action movie. Well, see, here's another good point, though. What Boba Fett are we getting? Are we getting him after Return of the Jedi? Do we, does the movie start with him crawling out of Sarlacc Pit? Or are we getting a younger Boba Fett before the original trilogy started? I, you see, I'm all I'm all for like breaking new ground. I mean, like a, you could do a prequel; it could totally work, mm-hmm. you know. And why not? I mean, there was in the Star Wars extended universe. Who knows if it'll remain canon? There was another dude wearing the Boba Fett armor, like going around saying that he was Boba Fett. What was his name? Well, didn't they eventually call him Jango Fett? I don't the even imposter know. guy. <laughs> like, I really felt that they like because we had Masters of the Terracasi, wasn't that Jango was in there? <laughs> Jango! Terracasi. <laughs> Whatever. Fucking <I> manicotti. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. I'll whack so- you with a wet noodle. Yeah, mm, that'll be colored like purple or something. All right. So, well, 
I, I would kind of like to see the movie start with him crawling out of Starlight Pit, but with flashbacks to maybe some of his old badass days. So you get both. Mm. You know, maybe you could do that. Like I said, they've got that two-part book series, Bounty Hunter Wars. They could just do that, and I would just, like, rub my nipples during it because I mean, exactly. it's so awesome. I mean, like, just give us, like, an anti-hero flick, like the, like the original uh, Django movie. Like, the, the yeah. original Django wasn't, um, like, he wasn't a nice guy. He was just all yeah. about, like, tricking people and shooting people to get a bunch of gold. Yeah. And then and when he's thwarted, he, he kind of, like, kills his, kills the last couple dudes that are around, but he's still, like, a bad dude. The reason we all love Boba Fett is because he's mysterious and we don't know a lot about him. We're all teenage girls when it comes to Boba Fett. <laughs> he's got the mask on. He sounds cool. He's a badass. We don't know a lot about him. That's what we all want. Mm. So... If they just mine his backstory and show him with the helmet off and stuff, they will murder him for yeah. us. We don't need that. You know, they've already wrecked Darth Vader. <laughs> well, so hopefully they go Judge Dredd style, just show him to be a fucking badass. If they want to be an anti-hero, like in the middle of it, you know, like every... <laughs> what the fuck, the fuck movies? Uh, what are those Jason Statham movies that I love that you guys all hate? Oh, what, the Transporter? Transporter. They could totally do Boba Fett Transporter where Boba Fett finally gets a bounty and realizes it's like a, you know like a Princess Leia from Alderaan type. Oh yeah. And opens the package. Right. And, and then, they're like, and why'd you open the package? Yeah, and then he decides like this is gonna be the one bounty I don't deliver, you know. Mm-hmm. And so he and he ends up getting roped up into their cause, kind of like a my, uh, like a a mini Han Solo version kind of sure, thing. Sure. If but... they if they want to do Boba Fett Transporter, I'd be okay as long as he's still a badass. If they need an anti-hero, they could go that route. See, I feel like like. Like you mentioned, Judge Dredd, and they, and not uh, also, um, in addition to like never taking off his mask, they also like did like the whole like who who is Judge Dredd? What's his backstory? Blah blah blah. Uh, they did that perfectly in the movie, where like for a second he gets psychically mind probed by the rookie, uh, yeah. Anderson, and she starts to be like ah, oh, there's there's something behind the control, and like starts talking about like. A l- slightly about like oh who is this Judge Judge guy and like immediately they're like okay done end of story boom don't need to even think about it for the rest of the movie like I've always said you know those backstories those origin stories are you know not necessary and Judge Dredd is like the only movie that just skipped it and of course that one's that's the one that doesn't make a lot of money yeah I mean like you know great art great stories and great characters are the ones that don't give you all the answers you know, yes. like like they leave you wanting more and like asking questions, and that's and that's great for like the fan community because if there's like a lot of questions, then fans can kind of fill in their own answers. Yeah. So, put someone who likes to talk as Boba Fett's co-star, so he doesn't have to do a lot of talking. Right. Have have like the bounty be like some talky jerk guy, like, <laughs> like... Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider was born to be Boba Fett's bounty. <laughs> See, I was I was thinking the guy who, I was thinking the guy who played uh, the Human Torch. What was his name? Oh, Captain America. No, 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 no. The Human Torch. Human Torch is Captain America. Dude. Oh hell, who's the other guy? Chris uh, Evans. Yeah, the the guy from R.I.P.D. Oh, Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. Yeah, you know, oh, have, okay. have have like you know like the baby face be like the bounty. We just can't do Ryan Reynolds. Well, I'm gonna get the, <laughs> I'm gonna get into this next week, but I have really soured on that dude. Aw. I I just did watch R.I.P.D. That's too bad. Well, next you week, know, everybody in that movie was like, it's too bad. Now, next week, I'm going to review all the summer movies that I didn't see over the summer. Mm-hmm. Skipped because I thought they would suck. I actually went back and watched them all now. I'll do, I've, I've just got one left on my list. So the next week, I'll review the uh, the runner-ups. But yeah. anyways, um, yeah, give someone that can talk 
and put them in some kind of situation with Boba Fett so he doesn't have to talk too much. Exactly. Just be, you know, like, insert insert witty dialogue and then Boba Fett can punch him for talking too much. Yeah. You know don't take his helmet off. You know, that's why he's cool. You know. You know, you can kill off Boba Fett at the end of each movie and just have, like, somebody new put it on. I don't, I don't care. Just make, just make him, like, a cool character and don't dilute him. But, you know, it's a new decade. You know, it's like it's a new day. People have shown us the way about how to do comic book uh, movies correctly and anti-hero movies correctly. So let's hope that that kind of, like, sinks into all the artistic minds who are making big-budget films. Yeah, I'm just gonna hold my breath, you know, because it's Disney, and we're, we're gonna we're gonna find out soon enough. You know, it's gonna depend on who's in charge and stuff. But I mean, if if I fucking hear that Justin Timberlake is taking an audition for Boba Fett, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna shoot everybody. Well, well, well. You know, Ashton Kutcher is Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's only a it's let's see, it's it's a room. Uh, I'm gonna say it right off the news thing. It's a rumor of a concept that the writer is toying with, so who knows? But well, now isn't isn't it that uh, Kasdan, the guy who wrote Empire Strikes Back, isn't he writing the? He's writing one of the solo movies, so well, we'll so we'll assume that yes. it's Boba Fett one. It's it, it it was said. Let's see. It's an interesting. Tw- let's see. It's a twist pitched by Kasdan, mm-hmm. so it's a pitch for for a script. So who knows if it'll actually go. Now the the big Star Wars buzz this week was that the reason they fired the first scriptwriter was that he was trying to make the new Star Wars movie about the kids, and they decided they want this Star Wars movie to be about really really old Luke Skywalker, really really old Leia and Solo. What? Who cares and, about those old bags? Well, they were thinking this first movie is going to be about the old ones while introducing the kids and give the old ones one last hurrah, and then the next two movies the kids are taken over. Yeah, I mean that's what sucked about that's what sucked ass about the last Indiana Jones movie. They're like, all right, Mutt could possibly be cool, but instead of him like having the limelight, we're gonna make him all goofy and give all the serious action cred to the guy you already like, Indiana Jones. You uh, know, at the end of the movie, I was like, I don't, I don't want to watch the Mutt movie anymore. Yeah, because at the end he tries to pick up the hat, and Indiana Jones takes it, yeah. and then Mutt's like, fuck, and he goes into a bar and tries a headbutt dude. <laughs> Fuck Shia LaBeouf. You know, and all our Shia LaBeouf hate, I forgot to say another movie franchise that he ruined, which, which was Wall, Wall Street. Wait, that was a, I mean, there was only really two movies, though. Right, but I'm saying Wall Street was this classic, iconic movie. Everyone fucking loved it. Then they decided to do a sequel 25 years later. They put in Shia LaBeouf, and he ruined it. I mean, there wasn't much to save, honestly. It was, it was kind of weird. I'm still giving him all the credit for ruining it. All right, you may. Because Michael Douglas is still cool. True. I mean, Michael Douglas can be cool and everything, including Ant-Man. I'm, I'm excited for Michael Douglas as Hank Pym. That's cool. Me too. I, finally, I was like, wow, that's a very interesting choice. Uh, you know, Ant-Man as a really freaking old guy. Yeah, I mean, because there's, there's been multiple Ant-Men. So Hank Pym, the original one, they're going to show him in the 60s and then fast forward to now. Then the second, uh, the second Ant-Man is going to take over and that'll be Paul Rudd. So totally works for me. Right. And... Um, and somebody, and I just I just read um, not too long ago there was like an Ant Man reboot where um, where the Ant Man new prototype suit is stolen by mm. like the worst guy in the world, and I forget exactly like what it was called. It was like, but it was like 
And at the top of every issue of the comic, they said, Ant- Ant-Man, the world's unlikely, unlikablest superhero. Well, Something this like actually, by, by having Paul Rudd be the second Ant-Man, it actually works out. They kind of, Marvel uh, gets past a slightly embarrassing subplot where the original Ant-Man, Hank Pym, beat his wife, uh, the Wasp. I've seen that panel, actually. <laughs> and uh, you, know, you know what happened was the intention was never to be like... Like a wife, a wife beating moment. Uh-huh. Like the artist, I don't know. Like some people, other artists are like, uh, you know, I could see where he was trying to go with it, but it actually looked like he hit her, and then they kind of turned that into like his one regret was beating the crap out of his wife, and everybody lately has been calling him boy a wife beater, etc. Mm-hmm. Like that just became part of his character. Uh-huh. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, nerds. Um, so so there's that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm excited for movie Ant Man. I'm just excited that that these uh, comic book movies are starting to pull like decent actors. Oh like, yeah, well, at, dude, it's kind of like big it's, money it's like to be how, made. Well, yeah, and it's kind of like how movie stars like they always were they were considered themselves above television, right? And then they started to go back to television, and they started saying, well, you know, there's some pretty good television out there. And so now movie stars go and do television, and I have a problem with it. So I feel like, same thing with comic book movies. Like, real actors would not do summer blockbusters. But now that it's been established, and there's been some pretty good movies, and they're making a zillion dollars, now yeah. they're starting to gravitate towards them. Dude, and if- the comic mo- <laughs> movies are getting people they didn't think they could get before. I mean, if, I, if, I, if Idris Elba can do Pacific Rim, then that just opens the door for everything. Sure, I mean, he did Thor, too. Yeah, exactly. So, um, well, here's an interesting... I wanted to bring this up, Mm -hmm. and uh, me and you, we grew up, we loved comic books as a kid. Yes. And we learned a lot about the history of comic books as a kid. You know, there was, like, the Golden Age and the Silver Age of comics and stuff, and Marvel came out and relaunched everything in the 60s and exciting and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you and I lived through... The dark ages of comics, <laughs> right? And and for, for us growing up, we had no idea it was the crappiest time for comics in the world. You know, we just didn't know any better. Well, we got in just before the dark ages settled in. Yeah, so, like, that's true. We got in like '89. We'd grown up in the '80s with the heroes in cartoons and some comics and stuff. We started collecting in like '89, and we collected a lot of back issues. So we didn't realize it was going to shit because we were still eating up like you know the the, the last hundred issues of everything, and right. then you know and by the mid nineties we're like you know the nine the comics just fucking the, sucked hard. The, the Lie Field Extreme Era. That and like every every uh, hero had to die or go dark, or there was like mega violence, and it was just they're all like, what? Why do we gotta be heroes? Blah blah blah. Yeah. So okay. here's my question. Okay. Sorry, did I cut you off? Nope. Go ahead. We're both. I uh, go ahead. <laughs> I was, I was oh, experiencing a little internet silence. Oh, so my question to you is: Is the next golden age of comics upon us? Oh, absolutely. I mean, without a doubt, dude. As of the last, I mean, the last five years. I think. I think uh, what separated um, the last era from this current kick-ass era was Marvel's Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like when Marvel started cranking out. Uh, annuals, like annual special things that have, like, like an event that affected mm-hmm. the entire year, followed up with, like, next yearly event. Right. Um, except for that one Chaos King thing that sucked ass, uh, every other event in the Marvel Universe has been awesome. 
and it really like leads you from like one huge uh, yearly event like through the ramifications of that to the next. Yeah, and I feel like there was a bunch of young writers and artists that came uh, that came aboard on the '80s and started making really good comics. And I feel like the next generation took over in the 2000s, and you know they would just start getting books and making them better. Like mm. in this day and age, everyone talks about how Daredevil is awesome. Right, Daredevil's been resuscitated. Everyone talks about how Hawkeye is is the fucking shit right now. Right. Everyone talks about how Aquaman became cool again. <laughs> Green Lantern got revived and they're cool again. Mm-hmm. You know, so people are really starting to talk about certain books that have just languished for a long time and they're like, "Fuck, man, you know, they got just some fresh new takes, they're making them cool, you know." Yeah. Then absolutely. It, absolutely. Then it uh, I mean, we're out, we're on board with the all new X-Men. I mean, they just fucking made X-Men awesome. True. And you know, I kind of want to see where they go from there. I mean, the last the last few issues that have come out kind of I mean, you, know, there, you get like some tangents here or there, but overall, I really enjoy that they brought the uh, the old team back and that it's way more interesting than the current team. And then at the same time, Marvel and DC both relaunched. I know they don't like to say that word or whatever, but I just felt like that was kind of necessary too. You know, the reviews are mixed on certain things, mm-hmm. but it was necessary. There was just, you know, <laughs> hundreds of issues and decades full of all this backstory bullshit and stuff. And it was really just time to just kind of scrub it out and start over. And, and maybe some of them you could say hey, hasn't really had the best results, but I think enough of them have that, um, you know, I think we're in this new golden age. I think, like, for the first time in a while, I want comics again. Absolutely. And, and like, comics, you know, it's like comics, it's, it's kind of like this really crude old form of animation uh, but it really can be, like, brilliant storytelling. And it's this, um, it's this art form that unless you're like recreating uh, that kind of form uh, in something else like a video game or God, the first Incredible Hulk movie, um, you know, it's it's all to itself, you know, and like there's there's an art and a and a, and a way to do it well. Um, well, and also the fact like people, and that's a good thing because when comics were really bad, no one even complained. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they no. were just so bad, no one gave a shit. But now when people are complaining, you know, basically about Spider-Man and like the 12 different uh series he has all going <laughs> different directions, but it's good. It's like, yes, because comics are are good enough now that they're good enough to start complaining about again. <laughs> True, absolutely. So it's so it's okay if you hate Miles Morales. Or if you hate Dr. Octopus Spidey, it's okay because the comics are good enough again that we're actually taking enough interest and then deciding what we like and don't like. So I, I love that people have like their own favorite books. Like people are like, hey man, have you have you checked out Saga Volume One? You know, uh, and 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 Animal Man and so on down the line. I'm excited to read more of uh, Superior Spider-Man because that was a big when that when that first happened when Dr. Octopus took over Peter Parker's uh, body. I was like, oh, finally, so, like one giant reboot on a character that I actually agree with. Because like it seems like every two years, Marvel was bringing in somebody new to kind of reinvent Spider-Man. You know, and, and then on an even small on a smaller scale, you've got the GI Joe and Transformers properties that we grew up with as kids. Both of them in the last ten years have come back, and you've got comics that you they're just being reinvented you've got all these different takes on transformers all these different takes on gi joe mm-hmm. what was interesting was both gi joe and transformers they have one series where they actually went back 
to where the comic was canceled and they restarted it right where it was canceled and picked up where they left off 15 years later hell yeah like larry hama from gi joe you know like it ended in the in the mid 90s and he literally just went and he was like he got permission picked up exactly uh half an issue after it stopped and just kept the storyline going You're like this is cool i That's like awesome. all this all this shit going down man dude uh speak, speaking of bring something back from the dead i just read the first uh god i i read miracle man i think like number one and two do you know anything about this uh about this reboot not really. So Miracle Man, uh, aka Marvel Man, was is this really old superhero comic that Marvel brought back, or was it DC? No, I'm pretty sure it's Marvel. Ah, oh, I'm gonna get in trouble. But um, but when they brought it back, it was this fresh new take about like, all right, you haven't seen this character for a long time, so we're gonna kind of build that into the to the mythos about like, hey, where has he been? Mm-hmm. And uh, they started the first the first uh, issue is like it's like an old. 50s like golden age comic where like it's everything super cheesy and punny and nobody can stop miracle man uh battling the science gestapo from the future you know mm-hmm. and then it ends on this really insanely weird note about like uh this quote about superman and madness and you're like what the hell is that coming from and suddenly uh suddenly it's like in the future where where the the kid who used to transform himself into miracle man has grown up and forgot about uh, those days, and suddenly gets his power back. And where you, where you can I go from there? Mm. And 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 when he tries to explain this to um, to his significant other, she just can't help but like laughing at like all like the cheesy names of his like the the buddy his buddies that he used to roll with, like Kid Miracle and Young Miracle Man and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, awesome, great. This is the best combination ever of like bringing a golden age character and his adventures back to life, acknowledging the old and kind mm-hmm. of like bringing into new space with like a like a cool new spin. I just I need this podcast to become more successful. <laughs> yeah. Or or me to be a better writer so that one day we are offered to just take a comic and go with it. You know like mm. all these, you know, all these comics that are hot now, <laughs> you know, like no one wanted fucking Daredevil or Hawkeye or Aquaman. You know, people volunteered to take them and then reinvented them and made them awesome. Mm. We need to do that. We need to be offered a property that no one gives a shit about. Oh. So they just give us almost like carte blanche to do whatever we want and just totally have a blast with it and I, make it incredible. I got it. I got it. All right. We're going to reboot. Batrock the Leaper. Fuck you. I'll take, <laughs> take this seriously. No, dude, that's Batroc exactly what you Leaper. did. You just described a series and a character who nobody gives a shit about, like a property that they would just hand off to anybody. They're like, oh, can you make this cool? Yeah, sure, whatever. Dude, that, it's perfect. That's not a property. First of all, it has to be some kind of comic book that existed at some point. He was just a bit character. He never had his own comic. Until now. They're not going to do that. <laughs> that's, just, that's just losing money. I'm saying we need to take something that, doesn't, that used to exist that, that doesn't now that we could reinvent. Like West Coast Avengers. West Coast? Like with like the – who was in the West Coast Avengers? Do you remember West Coast? First of all, there was like Avengers and then there was West Coast Avengers. So it's like – I never took them as seriously because you know they were like the B team. I mean, they were they were led by Hawkeye for a while, right? And they had like they had like War Machine on it, Mockingbird, right? And, it's, like the, uh, it's like the farm team. They had like not Human Torch, but the original Robot Torch from the fifties. They had uh, like Spider Woman was on it, right? It's like the the nobody gives Sp- a crap team. 
So yeah, exactly. But uh, Iron Man was on there for a while. So, but it was never it was never as good. Oh, uh, Wonder Man. Wonder Man was all over it. <laughs> Help us, Wonder Man. And, and uh, like Scarlet Witch was on there. God. So, anyways, do, do you know they killed her off again? By the way, who cares? Scarlet Witch <laughs> is dead. Fine, good. She she sucks. They gave her too much power. But anyways, um, you know we need to take something like West Coast Avengers. You know, and we'll we'll take any we'll take any card carrying member of the Avengers that <laughs> isn't currently being used because okay. every time we see Avengers now, it's Captain America and fucking Spider Man and Wolverine. We'll do. It's like the Avengers are it's all about Wolverine and Spider Man and the Avengers. This is stupid. In in the most recent issue of Superior Spider Man, which was awesome, by the way, they like they're they're keeping up with the whole continuity that Wolverine has now lost his healing factor. So right. every time that he's that he's like comes up in any kind of comic book and he's barely in this one, somebody has to say it because he's not going to say it on his own. Like we're establishing every single time you see Wolverine, somebody's like, "Hey, did you know he lost his healing factor and therefore is way cooler now?" Oh God, way lamer. Forget it. The only cool thing about Wolverine is he could blow his face off and it would well, grow back. Well, yeah, but but dude, they took it too too far. They took it way too far. He was basically incinerated down to like a skeleton, and somehow in canon, uh, he regenerated from that. And that's just like, all right, that's stupid. Oh. That's like Deadpool level ridiculousness. Yeah, that's stupid. So yeah, here's what I'm saying. Me, we got to take me and you. We're gonna take over West Coast Avengers. Okay. We'll take the shittiest adventure Avengers they got. We'll take fucking Black Knight. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Black Knight comes out of his coma. Uh. We'll take Black Knight. We'll take uh, uh, Tigress. Okay. Tig- Tigress was uh, an Avenger for a while. Uh, I like Mockingbird. Oh well, well, me we'll too. Because I was, I was, I was a Hawkeye fan back in the day, and it's like, yo, you're rolling with like a supermodel who's also like your your superhero sidekick. Yeah. Awesome. We'll take Mockingbird. Um, what if I I can't take Wonder Man, but <laughs> his his brother is actually me. His brother is Eric Williams, the Grim Reaper. That's right. So let's say Wonder Man dies and the Grim Reaper disavows his evil ways and becomes a reformed good guy and joins the West Coast Avengers team to take his his brother Wonder Man's place. Okay. Boom. We're already making money here. <laughs> so the Grim Reaper is now on the West Coast Avengers. So, of course, there's like some mistrust of him from the public and from the other teammates. Uh, we'll take Hellcat. Mm-hmm. Um, Hellcat, there's some... Her and Tigers don't even like each other, so there's some oh. stuff well, there. Well, dude, the Hawkeye... At the end of Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Hawkeye reforms the West Coast Avengers. Oh, really? Yeah, let's see. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it consists of... Himself, Mockingbird, War Machine, Tiger, Wonder Man, and Moon Knight. <laughs> oh, fucking Moon Knight. Woo, we'll even take Moon Knight. Why not? I mean, Moon Knight should look badass. He's like the white Batman. And when I have a white, I don't mean skin color. I mean costume. <laughs> costume. Moon Knight. He's he, he goes out at night, but he is all white, including cape. Well, that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing. is like if you're going to... Uh, I don't know. I guess the idea was, all right, if you're going to have a character that runs around at night, you can't have him wearing black because you won't be able to see him in the comics. But because he was wearing all white, it made him look ridiculous. I mean, not just because he's his costume was white, but, but like you could see like like his granny panty outlines and it did make him look cool. You know, like Batman wears like underwear on the outside of his pants and we're still cool with it because, you know, it's kind of like half concealed in shadow. But like Moonlight's just like all out there like tidy whities 
Yeah, Moon Knight, man. Like, it's got to be tough for him because if he's, if it's like two in the morning, he stops into a Seven Eleven and he buys the, he buys a Mountain Dew Code Red. If he spills any on him, it's totally apparent on his uniform. He's got a red stain from his Mountain Dew Code Red, and it's totally embarrassing. Like he picked the wrong costume. You're gonna get fucking dirty all the time, Moon Knight. Oh, like he's got to go to the dry cleaners. He's got to have at least nine costumes. <laughs> Or seven, wait. one for each day of the week. Wait, wait, wait. I, I could think of another another um, superhero that would be a real problem for, and that's uh, Dagger from Cloak and Dagger. Oh. she's Not only is she wearing a white outfit, but she's kind of blind. So oh. she wouldn't really tell. If she had, like, some cookie crumbs kind of hanging out on her on herself, be like, um, um, excuse me. Is it weird that I always <laughs> thought Dagger was hot? Oh, pff, dude, please, she was, she was drawn hot. Yeah, but, I mean, she was kind of underage, and blind. I and mean, wanted to take advantage of her. That's, that's my that's my fetish. Um, just <laughs> Underage and blind. Woo! I mean, you know, that's why, why that cloak guy always hung around. Exactly, dude. He's just copping a feel. He's yeah. like, come enter my void. <laughs> like, like over I'm, and over. I'm yeah. Going so to I mean, wrap myself around you forever. So all right. So we kill Clo- we kill cloak, but we keep dagger. I mean, you could just have, uh, dude. <laughs> we re we rename all right we rename cloak as the friend zone you know what yeah, i'm saying no, no cloak gets uh arrested as a pedophile <laughs> so the first episode he gets uh what's that show oh yeah to catch a predator yeah so cloak boom he's nabbed and so dagger's like but where will i go and they're like ah fucking west coast avengers need an intern yeah exactly i'm telling you we will take the worst avengers and we will turn this into the fucking super team it just the, the rules are no Captain America, no mm-hmm. Spider-Man, no Wolverine. We will fucking rock. No Wait. Thor, no Thor, no Iron Man, no Hulk. We don't want any of those guys. Wait, we wait. want <laughs> the B and C listers. I'm, think, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back to our uh, to our Marvel superheroes card collecting days. Oh, and yeah. I'm, I'm set somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, a few. Three of them. Um, all right. You got to. All right. Who else? Captain Britain, the entire cast oh. of Excalibur. No, no, no. None of those. None of those. All right. Cause, so they I can't suck. Those fuckers. They can't. They can't suck too bad, right? Avengers are. are now we, we don't want Captain Britain. All right. I, I can't. I can't. You know, I did collect Excalibur just because I love Shadowcat and Nightcrawler, but Excalibur sucked. Dude, they did. Captain America dissed Captain Britain in a recent episode of the uh, uh, issue of the Avengers. They've like, tried. They've tried to make him better. They've they've kind of retconned him as a shield agent. Mm-hmm. But no, we're we don't. Sorry, we're not taking any British superheroes. Oh, I just, <laughs> I think I just, I think I just as I said that, I was like, oh, we're pissing off a lot of fans. No, the red coats are coming for you, Eric. <laughs> uh, sorry, fans over there that listen to us. That I no, whatever, I, dude. At least Captain America is cool. No, Captain Britain has always sucked. I mean, like, all right. What I want to know is. Um, uh, if you, if you, the the maniacs, if you live in a co- in a country outside of America and you have a, um, a captain of your country or, or some kind of superhero that represents your native land, uh, yeah. who is it and are they cool? Well, I mean, you know what? Right off the bat, Canada, about half the members of Alpha Flight were pretty cool. I mean, I was into Alpha Flight. I never liked I, Alpha. They had like the Sasquatch and the what? The first uh, gay comic book character. What's his name? North Star. Yeah, he was fast. There was nothing wrong with North Star. I liked Vindicator. I never, I never read them. And then there was Puck. I was thinking Puck. <laughs> then there was there was the Shaman, and then there was the uh, the one woman who could turn only into like white Arctic animals. Like she could be like an owl or a wolf <laughs> or like a polar bear. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I always thought, like, Alpha Flight, you know. Fuck, we'll take Alpha Flight if you want. No, no, I'm not touching Alpha Flight. <laughs> all right, all right. So Can- we're sticking Canada to West Coast. can have them. Okay, we're sticking to West Coast Avengers here. Um, I mean, the coolest thing they ever did with Alpha Flight was kill them all off at one point. They all died. Yeah, they did. They really were like, yo, can we please retcon Wolverine <laughs> to the series? Can we please bring Wolverine in so we can make, uh, you know, us cooler? Yeah, we'll any, anything with him. Digits. And he's like, why the fuck do you think I did you Alpha Flights? Yeah, exactly. Um, no, so we'll take West Coast Avengers, man. Give us the, give us your shittiest Avengers you got. We'll put them in there. and We'll make it fun. We'll make it hip. Hell yeah. Although, I got to say, it's got to be pretty hard to top the uh, top the Avengers series that are happening currently. Like, the whole uh, uh, Avengers up against Arcade was awesome. We'll even so take... Good. We'll fucking take Gilgamesh. Wait, who? Ah, some fucker named Gilgamesh. I mean, I, I know there's a dude named Beowulf, too, and a dude named Grendel, but, like, you know, Marvel was just kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, I will take Gilgamesh. He was, like, half goddish kind of thing, but he was just stupid. But we could just make him stupid fun. We'll just send him in first and <laughs> brains beat him or something. <laughs> well, we can make something funny into him, like, and I don't know. I, I'm sorry. We'll take anybody. And, and, and maybe give us one legit one that comes in and out. Like, we'll take Black Panther for a while. Is he on the main team right now? I uh, I actually don't know. All right, so maybe we take Black Panther on as like a you know oh, cameo dude, or something. Perfect, perfect. You know, in um, uh, he just he just divorced Storm, so yeah. uh, we'll call it like you know like uh, therapy. That's true. Maybe Black Panther's the leader. You know what? He should be the fucking leader. Yeah. He's always been around, but he's never been the leader. So Black Panther's our leader. There you go. So we're thinking outside the box here because he's never had a leadership role. I mean, he leads his own country mm-hmm. of Wakanda. He should be able to lead a superhero team. Yeah, exactly. So we'll take him too, and he'll have to leave because then, like, a Marvel will start a Black Panther movie, and they'll want him off of our comic. But that's okay. <laughs> so we're gonna totally take this. I think it's been great. West Coast Avengers. West Coast, us, us, um, get over West, here. West Coast, and then of course we'll get so popular that like Snoop Dogg will be like, "Yo, I got my West Coast Avengers." Exactly. He'll love it. West Coast is the best. Uh, not really the best coast. Wait, 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 wait. What were we even thinking? West Coast Avengers, that's not down in the dumps enough, Eric. Don't, we can go lower. Say, don't you dare say Great Lakes Avengers. You're Great Lakes Avengers. No, we're not going with Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah! They were a joke. They're a funny joke. I have Great Lakes Avengers number one. Oh, my God. Uh, they, made it to, they made it to issue 46. Oh, wait, no. No, no they, they appeared in West Coast Avengers 46. No, yeah, they killed off most of the Great Lakes Avengers. This is like a female blob and like a pterodactyl. I'm looking at the cover. A pterodactyl, Mr. Fantastic, Black Spider-Man, and I don't know the, who, who the hell the guy is in the middle. Yeah, Hawkeye formed them when he got kicked out of West Coast. But uh, no, no. <laughs> I'll have my own Avengers with Blackjacks and um, Great Lakes. We're not going that low. We're not going the fucking New Warriors low. <laughs> okay, we're not going that low. But speaking of, we could have Firestar join the West Coast Avengers. Hell yeah, dude. Any uh, <laughs> Anybody with, like, firepowers is awesome in my book. Firepowers yeah. rule. Firepower. So. so well, yeah, we totally made this a cool comic. So. Uh, I've been I've been bitching about how they're they're getting rid of Superior Spider-Man. They're killing off Superior Spider-Man, and Peter Parker is back to stay. Not Doc Ock, but Peter Parker. He's back. Needed to happen. But I I know, and you know it's it's like inevitable. They built in this whole system where Peter Parker is wandering around. His psyche is in the back of his brain somewhere, just waiting, waiting for the fans to not care about Doc Doc Ock anymore, which will never happen because he was the best Spider-Man. 
but the way that they're um, ending the arc is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I got to say, I didn't I didn't uh, read the um, like the the first few issues of Superior. I caught an issue here or there, but the last issue. Uh, uh, Doc Ock gets this great idea, and he has like his own personal army uh, called the Spiderlings who live on Spider Island, <laughs> mm-hmm. and have a giant robot that they can fly in at any time to uh, to to help him out. Uh, so he decides he's going to uh, jack the symbiote off of Flash Thompson, who has been going around as Venom and helping out uh, the Avengers and the United States government. Right. So he steals the symbiote off him. To become the superior Venom, mm. and that kind of like is the straw that breaks the camel's back because then he goes like full on, full out like crazy and starts like murdering people for any kind of infraction of the law. Mm. It's so it's a little bit like RoboCop two, I think three. Which was the one where he was going a little nuts? Um, where he was like, no smoking, drop the cigarette, and shooting near people. Yeah, they fucked him up in two. Like, the bad guys got a hold of him and reprogrammed him a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, so three, th- three we don't really talk about because he was just yeah helping the revolutionaries. So, so uh, Superior Venom running around, beating the crap out of the Avengers, and then trying to pass it off like, like nothing's wrong has really... Uh, everybody's kind of like, all right, we're wise to you, and now they're trying to figure out a way of, like, how to... Uh, how to how to figure out like you know like what the next step is mm. so it wasn't just this instant like peter parker's back thing but like doc ock really like shooting himself in the foot which is way interesting that's cool so <laughs> so there you have it it's cool <laughs> not really i was just humoring you oh that's that's cute there. <laughs> thank you very much I fine tried. you go with west coast i'm gonna bring back the great lakes Okay, we'll each do one. <laughs> we'll have one member, be... one member for each Great Lake. <laughs> uh, like I said, I really, when I read the first issue, I just thought it was a joke. The fact that it continued on for like a year or so is ridiculous. Yeah, that's a one issue was enough. Well, it's like Spider Ham. He had his own freaking comic book. Yeah, that's that's basically how it should have been. Like it's just that silly. But anyway, so yeah, we're in a Golden Age of comics now. I might have to start. Paying for comics again. I really do want a subscription to all new X Men. Well, isn't Marvel doing? Didn't you say Marvel is doing this thing where you pay like a certain amount of money, you get access to every single comic they have? Yeah, they have like Marvel Unlimited and stuff. Every time I go on there, though, I, I swear their website's the worst. Yeah. Every they, time I go on there and like try to figure it out, like it has me going in circles. I try to get an ebook. Um, like every single new issue that I bought for a time, they're like, hey. Thanks for buying this. You get the ebook for free. Here's the code. And every single time I try to log in to uh, to get it, it didn't work. Yeah, that was me. It's like, hey, we're Marvel, and you can buy the book, but then you have to get like a. It, it looks like a third party app. You need to get to read it or something. And everything about it is lame, and it just encourages piracy. Sorry, Marvel. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm an idiot, but. I was just on there, like just trying to. I just wanted to buy and download a couple issues of some stuff, and it was just sending me back to the front to the homepage all the time. So, Ugh, that I don't sucks. Know. Well, well, um, well. Let me tell you what I've been up to this week. This this week, I think I had a conversation, uh, like last week about video games. Yep. And I was like, dude, I've been playing video games all the freaking time. Mm. Like I've like our kid is now sleeping through the night. Okay. Which vastly improves everyone's attitudes. 
Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, and now when when he takes his two hour nap during the day, because you'll have like one. Um, yeah, I'm playing video games, and uh, we just got we were Kickstarter backers for this game called Broken Age, mm-hmm. which uh, I've been playing, <clears throat> and it's freaking awesome. So you remember uh, Monkey Island? Oh yeah, Secret of Monkey Island. Uh, same guys made a new game. That's oh, right. it's not as snarky and sarcastic. It's a little bit like more like, you know, wholesome and fun, but still like way funny. Okay. But it takes place in like these crazy worlds. Like there's two there's two main characters. You can play like in one storyline where you play as this girl who was offered up as like this ritual sacrifice to this uh, monster god and has to find her way out of it. Or you can, um, or you can play um, this guy who lives way the hell in the future. So you're playing mm. like the same timeline, but it's like two characters that are separated by like uh, I don't know, hundreds or thousands of years. Okay. And it's point-and-click adventure game, so it's just like Monkey Island, where like you're talking to people and hilarity ensues, and everybody's really silly, um, and trying to solve these puzzles. So you can combine like items together and then use the items in uh, weird ways in order to get to the next uh, world or you know puzzle etc to advance the game oh, all right yeah so it's so it's basically you play the secret of monkey allen it's oh yeah it's, it's the same style of gameplay and it's the same humor um in except like it's not as like bitingly sarcastic uh, yeah i was a big fan of those those are pretty funny I've actually been playing some video games lately. Oh, yes. I busted out ni- uh, Nintendo NES Ice Hockey. Oh, that's right. That's right, because you got the old school Nintendo for Christmas last year. Yeah, so I got some more games this year. So I've got the original Ice Hockey, which I actually played in the arcade way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nintendo ported it. So this is the Ice Hockey where you got four guys and a goalie, and you have to pick... Uh, your your four guys. It can be the skinny fast guy, mm-hmm. the medium sized guy, or the fucking lard ass guy. Right, and the and the big guy will, will like mop the floor with you if you let him. Yeah, like you have to decide which ones you want. Like the the skinny guy is hard to catch, but the fat guy knocks everyone off the puck. Mm. But then everyone gets in his way and stuff. So you have to decide which ones you want. And then the problem is you control the goalie at the same time. So if they get close to your goal. You have to kind of like relinquish your guy to just take the, the goalie and kind of make the save and stuff. Hmm. So if you're not careful, all of a sudden they get like eight shots in a row on you because instead of catching the other team, you're just making saves. But my question is, what is the perfect combination in ice hockey of oh. the guys? You've mm-hmm. got, the, like I said, skinny guy, medium guy, fat ass. And you got four picks, so it's like, do you go four fat asses? Do you go four skinnies? You go mediums? What's the combination? Like, I went two skinny, one medium, and a fat ass, and I just got my ass kicked. Oh man, I, I, I lost like eleven to one to Russia, which I probably shouldn't have played Russia. Well, I mean, back back in that day, I mean, like Russians get like ten out of ten stats. Yeah, I probably I went USA Russia and. That was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it, probably, was not, it was not a miracle on the ice. Yeah, I probably should have flipped them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so what is the best combination for ice hockey? You know, I, I was thinking maybe i go, like, three fat asses and one skinny guy. Yeah. You got, like, these tough dudes just keep everyone, knock the shit out of people, and then one dude to get him up the ice as fast as possible. See, uh, I think it just depends on your play style. 
Like if you're if you're like me and you're and you more like like destroying your opponents as opposed to winning, yeah, like I would go with four fat asses because that's all they're really good for. But see, the problem is, then you'll never get any shots off because the the other team swarms you. So mm-hmm. if you go to take like that, that's when you're vulnerable. When you go to take a slap shot, they can just get in front of you and they hit you enough to go like, and they're like two bugs that are fucking. <laughs> you know, they're like all on each other, merge into one. Basically. <laughs> Ew. You ever see insects do that, right? They're just banging, and you're just like, where does one end and the other one begin? Yeah, flies do that, and dragonflies, etc. Yeah, so if you get all fat asses, then they just swarm, you know? You don't get a lot of shots, and you can't get back on D that fast. So I was like, do you need one one skinny guy and three well, fucking fat tanks? You know, or... way, way back in the day, when we used to go over to the, to the Lovell's house, mm-hmm. uh, because it was like this genius plan by my mother to get us out of her face. Uh, she's like, I will give them to another family. Ha ha ha. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they would have cable TV, so we watched like Gem and the Holograms and uh, Heathcliff before school. Um, they had Nintendo. They had Nintendo Ice Hockey. And I remember one of those guys, I was going to say one of those bastards. No, they were just yeah. really they were just really good at it because they owned it. Uh, one of them would all play, would play all skinnies. But really? They would, yeah, but but they had like this ridiculous passing game where they would just like pass, 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 score like every single time. Mm. So it's like it all depends on your play style. Because if you got all skinnies, you can't take the puck off the other team. You just bounce off of them. Yeah. So you got they got bad guys. You'll bounce right off of them, and then you're in. and then you when you fall on the ground, you look like a bug that's been hit by a can of raid. <laughs> like your arms and legs <laughs> curl straight up in the air, like Aah! for uh. like five seconds before they get back up. Yeah, so like if if you can control the puck and just skate around the big fatties, then skitty guys are the way to go. Mm. Yeah, I kind of want to hit people too. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Like definitely, I wanted more than one fat ass. Mm. I don't know if a two and two. I don't know if I'm showing any love to the medium sized guy. Oh yeah, what about him? Yeah, I, don't I, know. I just haven't played the game enough to have an opinion. It's like if you did four mediums, would that just be best of both worlds? Maybe. Maybe I need to really go back and play a lot of Nintendo Ice Hockey. I think so. You know, try some different combinations and tell us uh, what you prefer. Yeah, if there's any uh, Jumpman listeners here, weigh in on this if you play the original Nintendo Ice Hockey and tell me uh, what is the right weight class or the right combination of weight class to be awesome at Ice Hockey. Word. Because... I need to know. It when when you um, when you get a computer that can run Steam, uh, has to be if it's a Mac, it has to be ten point six point eight Intel or higher. Yeah. Um, you gotta play Hotline Miami. I don't know. I don't know why I like uh, I waited this long to play it. It's like it was like indie game of the year, and everybody talked about it for a good solid like twelve months. Mm. Uh, and I just finally picked it up because there's this incredible Steam sale where uh, they take like 75% off games all the time. So I paid like you know like 250 for it. Mm. Uh, and it's great. So um, imagine, imagine. Um, do you remember uh, GTA One and Two? Uh two. Yes, I remember two because yes. our our Irish brother Andrew <laughs> bought it. And I know I had to buy it for him mm-hmm. because it was locked away in the cabinet because he wasn't 18. That's right. So I had to get it for him. But I, I remember playing that. It's, that was fun. So it's the same kind of uh, gameplay where it's a top-down shooter. Okay. So you're you're looking down like it's like it's GTA 2. 
but everything is uh, crazy. Like one one hit will kill your character. Uh, who is wearing? Uh, you wear these different animal masks. You're you're kind of like this contract killer who goes on missions, and okay. different animal masks give you different power ups, basically. Uh, but every time that you get close to uh, anyone, and, and and like it's it's kind of like a puzzle game where you're going into like this warehouse with many different rooms, uh, and and there's a bunch of dudes you have to kill, and they all they all have weapons, and they're all gonna kill the crap out of you. And if you get close to them, and if they see you right right as you're approaching them, they'll do this lunge, so mm-hmm. it's very easy for them to kill you, like stupid easy. So you have to approach each one with like a different amount uh, of strategy. So some of the masks give you like better power punches, and other ones give you like different guns. And I haven't even gotten that far into the game, but uh, it's it's just fun as hell to go through these different levels and kind of strategize. Like, all right, I'm in the bathroom of this apartment complex. There's like two dudes who have shotguns in the room like next to me, and there's like one guy right above who just has a knife. Who do I go to first? And then once you start shooting guns, you alert the other dudes. They come right over. Can you like you can use that though to like kind of lure them over to your area? I mean, it's very deep game, but it's also just like mayhem with just like tons of blood and crazy violence. Yeah, it's my favorite kind of violence, crazy. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. I mean, like there's a dedicated button for like killing people when they're on the ground. It you know what? Ways. You know what my weapon of choice would be? What's that? A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> like, and I would rip it open too, so I'd have like bread, peanut butter, bread, jelly. Like, can you imagine if you're like in a fighting game and someone comes at you with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I'd be scared, like, dude. Yeah, that's scary because you're like, this guy's got enough confidence that he thinks he can kill me <laughs> with peanut butter and jelly. I would, even if I was holding a gun, I think I'd take a step backwards. I think they're like, whoa, I need to assess this situation because this guy <laughs> seems eerily confident with this peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, what the fuck is he going to do with it, first of all? And then what else does he have? <laughs> like, I would really, like, I think my butthole would pucker a little bit. And I would just be like, eh, uh, I'm going to get the, I'm going to pass. I'm going to kill the next next guy. <laughs> Not- that, that, that so reminds me of the first Ninja Turtles movie where Michelangelo decides to have, like, a, how cool my nunchucking contest against the one dude in the foot clan. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, what the fuck is he doing? He's just kind of like showing off how awesome he is. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, I could just imagine, like, if I'm in, like, a food court in the mall and some dude, like, bumps into me and wants to fight, I'll just take my peanut butter jelly, rip it in half and be like, let's fucking do this. <laughs> ah! Maybe just, like, stick them to my chest. Like, yeah, there it is. You want it. You know, like. Like Michael Keaton and Batman. You want to get nuts? Ah, let's get nuts. <laughs> Where he breaks into Beetlejuice voice for like 20 seconds. Oh, yeah, dude. And, and, and yeah, and like all of a sudden you're like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Joker's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not go full crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was like Bruce Wayne just went fucking Beetlejuice. Is like, you want to like, get nuts? I mean, like if, if I was Vicky Vale and, she, and you know, like after she discovers that, that he didn't die and that like the whole like nut scene was just like. This weird scene. I would not want to ha- want to sleep with that man after that. It's like, all right, man, you just went full on crazy and faked your own death. Uh, what the hell was that? Yeah, there was even there was no reason for Bruce Wayne, Michael Keaton, to even come out of the bathroom. They didn't even know he was there, and then he just like randomly walks out, like, "Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Joe." I, I mean, I I, I cho- choked it. I uh, I chalked that up to him 
you know, trying to be like, dude, they, they could kill Vicky Vale. I need to get out there and assess the situation and do my best to try and help out. I mean, again, too, like, he was trusting the durability of the metal tray that he put in his chest, or he put underneath the shirt, and was hoping, hoping they didn't go face shot on him. Exactly. Or Joker acid. Because like, they could have <laughs> just shot him in the face. That was exactly, like, same thing, they pointed that out in Dumb and Dumber, where, mm. where in the end, uh, the one guy has, like, a bulletproof vest on, he's like, he could have shot you in the face, dude. Yeah, it's like, hey, did you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I asked all my victims, right, of that before. I shoot them in the face. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, hold on, let me, <laughs> let me grab this tray <laughs> up from underneath my shirt and put it in front of my, my face. So, he's pretty lucky there. But. Yeah. Yeah, there are, there are some parts of that movie. So, dude, speaking of which, you will not believe this. All right, all right, let's let's play a little a little like Gollum riddle game here. So, so Eric, here's here's my riddle. What am I holding in my hand right now? Trixies! Trixies, <laughs> it's not fair! It's not fair! He hasn't got anything in his hand, precious. Aha! No, let, let me let me crinkle a little a little bit. Do you hear that? Oh God! Is that the condom wrapper? Uh, pretty close, pretty close. I'm holding four of them, and they each hold uh, nine some nine cards, one sticker, and one stick of bubble gum. Ooh, what kind of trading cards you got? They better not be fucking My Little Ponies. No, dude, no. These were made in 1989, which was 1988 to 1999 was like was oh, was like talking, the years for trading cards. Talking the Batman trading cards that we were. Yeah, in love with. that's right. Batman. That's wow, right. man! We used to go to Tops and get those all the time. I know, and we had we had a uh, we had this whole collection. And on on the back of these uh, these official full color Batman's, you could you could uh, send away for the official Batman the Movie magazine, which mm-hmm. we had a copy of. Man, I had when I collected trading cards, right? Mm-hmm. I had the full sets, and I had them in like the card sleeves inside binder books. I had Marvel Series One, Marvel Series Two. X-Men Series 1 and G.I. Joe the full sets of those four trading cards in binder books labeled. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I left them at our parents' house or if I brought them with me and they're in my basement right now just in some boxes but it took a lot of work. I really hope they didn't get thrown out. Oh, like, they're, like they're not worth anything you know street value wise they're not worth shit but uh, personally I hope I got them somewhere. I got I got mine somewhere. I was taking a look at them recently, thinking like, "Oh my god, the art were the artwork really? They must have like, like you know, like uh, put put the artist like uh, like an on call artist like overseas or something. Like they they outsourced the art like pretty badly. Like it got pretty crummy as the uh, as the years went on at Marvel. Oh uh, yeah, I just remember. Because it was cool because the back of the Marvel cards had power indexes, like the original Transformer toys. Right. They had like intellect, strength, speed, and stuff, and they had like one through ten charts or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to see what they rated their heroes and villains as. To and you could kind of look at each other like who would really win in a fight between like you know Apocalypse and Electro <laughs> or something. <laughs> you could just kind of like mix and match a little bit. Yeah. So, but the I fucking hope my binders are somewhere. They gotta be somewhere, dude. Because like I, I remember our parents saying that like they they knew that certain things had like some kind of you know value or this one to keep them around so they didn't they didn't toss anywhere i know like one of them is in like an orange binder and one's in a brown one and i like used like black marker and like contact paper mm-hmm. to label it and then i think i like taped some cards onto the front and back of the books <laughs> too 
I'm, I'm sure I, I I totally copied you in that manner as I as I did with everything. Uh, but the but then, like, and I and I had like all my foil cards in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I collected the Sonic the Hedgehog had trading cards that actually uh, on the back they had like this little animated thing. So if you got like all 33 cards, you could like you know uh, it was like a flip card thing. Mm-hmm. Where like it was this like little bit of animation of Sonic like running and jumping, uh, but the cool the the awesome thing about the Batman cards, uh, as I remember, and these are we 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 went to um, there's this can there are many candy shops in New York City, but there's this one in Soho that I think it's called like um, oh, hell I'm blanking on the name, uh, but it's like this old world old school candy shop that's that has like a million people in it every time it's open it's nuts, um, so. The cool thing about these cards is not only do they have an ancient ass stick of gum that will probably poison you. Oh yeah. But they have they had scenes, deleted scenes from the original movie. Mm. And I remember we uh, we were collecting the cards and looking at some of the scenes that they portrayed and some of the lines of dialogue that mm. are straight from the cards that weren't in any of the prints of the film. And right. this was before the day and age of like deleted scenes and YouTube and people talking conspiracy theories and the internet. And we were just kind of left with um, like I remember specifically two two instances. One is Batman saves this little girl, uh, or this little girl sees him and she asks him, "Is it Halloween?" Mm-hmm. Which is not in the movie. And then another scene where um, uh, Bob and the hench like the henchmen all fighting Batman, Joker's henchmen, and then Bob mm-hmm. comes out. And he has a knife fight with Batman. And there's like three photos of the knife fight with Batman. Batman and Bob knife fighting. But in the movie, Bob jumps out with his knife and then drops it and runs. Right. That's true. So we were like, whoa, like where the hell did that go? Like they shot like this extra material that wasn't in it. And all that we knew because we purchased these trading cards. Uh, that happened with me in Return of the Jedi. Whoa. When I was a really, really, really little kid, I remember I bought this Return of the Jedi picture book. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like it takes you through the movie with just big pictures from you know stills from the movie, and in Jabba's palace when Luke gets dropped down into the Rancor pit, there's this picture where he he force jumps all the way back up and grabs onto like this uh, this metal rail, hmm. and he's like trying to get up and like and they end up like stomping on his fingers to make him let go and go back into the Rancor pit. Whoa. Yeah, and I remembered like the picture is clearly it's like from up in Jabba's palace, looking down through the metal grate as he's holding on to it, like trying to um, to come back through. Uh, and uh, I was like, "Oh, fucking cool!" And then you never saw that in the movie, and I was like, "Oh, no way!" Picture, it makes, it makes picture him, lied. <laughs> that that totally makes him seem like a coward. You know, cause yeah. it's like you know, like in the movie, that seems like part of his master plan. He's like, "All right, now I have to deal with this." But if he should, if he's like, oh my god, a monster, and then like mm-hmm. tries to to jump back. Plus, I think that's that was way it was too powerful too. It's too big of a force jump. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's pretty tall. Yeah, I hear to, that. To go back up there, so. Oh, here we go. Econ- economy candy. It was this this candy shop? It's been there since 1937. They also had they also had a Pee Wee Herman, uh, like fun packs. Uh-huh. Which are trading cards and like sticker sheets and tattoos and stuff. Mm. So now we have like some temporary tattoos of Jombie saying mm. "Mecca lecca high, mecca honey ho." Yeah, stick it in my shiny ho. <laughs> well, yeah. I, 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 wait, wait. I, I'm going to. I, I got four of these Batman packs, so I'm gonna do some unboxing 
uh, like an unboxing video and then throw it up on our Facebook page for whoever wants to see it. I don't know. I I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited to see like these old cards. Yeah, videotape that shit because I want to see it too, man. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, I never, I didn't put the. Maybe I gave you my Batman cards. I remember I never put my my Batman cards in binders or anything, but I did with those other ones. So the last place, like I said, I might have them on my basement. The last place I saw them though was up in our sister's room, because at one point, our me and our sister we traded rooms. So the last time I had them was in my sister's room, in the closet, down in like the bottom left, in like a box or something. They might still they might still be there. No, I think I think our dad cleaned out. Cause I mean that was like oh two beds ago and stuff. I think like he went through and threw out a lot of my college shit from there. Yeah, so. but you know, like I, I don't, I don't know if he really knows that the the collectible value of those cards has been totally lost. So he might have kept them. Yeah. So yeah, that's the last place I saw him. Was sister's closet down bottom left. I think I had like that, like a Godzilla, <laughs> like a, <laughs> a big plastic Godzilla was there too. <laughs> Hell yeah. He, you can keep the Godzilla now, but. Yeah, it's funny that Godzilla might be worth something more than any of those cards. You know? I think I, I think I saw it on like a toy hunter, like where they showed some of my old GI Joe vehicles were five hundred bucks. Yeah, dude, the freaking um, uh, the the aircraft carrier from GI Joe. Holy crap! Yeah. That was worth over a grand. Yeah. But like the Tomahawk that I had was worth five hundred. Yeah, that's and just nuts. Like uh, the mobile command center we had, and um, there was one other big vehicle. It was worth a ton, so it's like shit, dude. Yeah, it's funny how none of the old uh, turtle action figures are worth jack. Yeah, they were stupid. Yeah, Yosaki Ojimbo. I I had the two. God, it was way past this prime when they released these uh, these insect fighters that were like twice the size of a regular turtle that the regular the the turtle toys could ride. Mm. And I had both of those, and like nobody references those anymore. Yeah, I don't even remember that shit. No, they were, I don't think they were even on the on the cartoon. They were that obscure. Uh, I remember you had the fucking uh, intergalactic bull. Uh, they were. Just, I had every lame ass one, man. Yeah, they were it's pretty like, bad. Like after a while, well, after a while, there weren't any uh, reprints, so you couldn't. And like outside of comic book conventions, uh, you couldn't get the original turtles toys, and that's all I really wanted was like the original turtles. I didn't want like. Uh, high five in Don, like Donatello in outer space, or you know Michelangelo real talk. You're totally right. They had like a zillion versions of the turtles, but the the original turtles went out of stock after two years, and they never put them back out. And they were the coolest ones. Exactly. I mean, the cool the the closest we got was there was like a disguised Donatello who wore like permanently wore a trench coat that was fused to his body, but he had right. like a removable human face mask. Which mm. I just like kept off, so he yeah, had like a fedora glued to his head and a trench coat, and that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like that we and and we had like a, so many of those things, you know, like so many of like the ex like all right, you have like three versions of Michelangelo, and you're gonna play with them. Like, which version do you use? Do you use like the clunky one that says like pizza time, or mm-hmm. do you use the one that you can put on the floor and it like spins around? I was gonna say yeah, there was like a breakdancing one or one with like fucking wheels on it or something on the shell. <laughs> Yeah, and there was one that you could transform. This was also late too, but and I forget which which one I got. But like, you could, there was one I got that you could transform into a real turtle. It was like this transformer <laughs> thing. It was weird. It was like you know, like break the shell and flip it around and zip it, bop it, twist it, and it's like a, like a. It was like he he de evolved back into like a pet store turtle. 
I feel like the only extra version of any kind of action figures that were ever cool was Battle Armor He-Man mm. and Snake Eyes version 3. Right. Battle Armor He-Man was just like regular He-Man, except you could give him battle damage that wasn't, like, permanent. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. And then version 3 Snake Eyes. Like, version 2 Snake Eyes is where he's got the night visor, which mm-hmm. is, like, the fucking best. But version 3 came out in 89, and he looked pretty badass in that one too i remember thinking they could never do it better and that one wasn't better but it was still pretty awesome word so but that's it everyone else when they come out with new versions they're always terrible yeah hey so. speaking of bringing things back from the dead are you ready for this thunder dump yes dump it a trailer got released for the the i want to say the alpha uh, of a masters of the universe beat em up game Oh yeah, you fucking post that on our Facebook. That's so cool. You could play. You could finally. You could beat the crap out of out of uh, Skeletor and Hordak's bad guys as He Man, the Sorceress, Man at Arms, Orko, etc. Dude, that looks so badass because it looked. He made the sprites look exactly like the cartoon. Yeah, and the, at, the same environment, same sound effects, same music. Exactly. Dude, they need to do that with all the cartoons. Can you imagine if they made one that good for Transformers? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's like, the fan service that we want. Yeah. Hats off to that guy. And as soon as he starts taking donations, we all <laughs> need to give it up to him. So I watched the, the YouTube video of it. I'll have to download the demo to my computer and play it because that looked pretty awesome. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's funny with Kickstarter. It's like, if you want to bust somebody for violating copyrights, like, just scan Kickstarter until somebody, like, throws up, like, you know, a project like that. Like, every once in a while, like, somebody will try and start a Kickstarter. Like, somebody somebody tried to raise money for Ghosts and Goblins 2. Uh-huh. You know, they're like, I'm going to make a sequel to Ghosts and Goblins. Here yeah. we go. I'm not going to consult Konami at all. Yeah, and I think that's where this guy was, too. Like, he was making it, but he was like, oh, I can't really make money off of it. So Yeah, exactly. Dude, exactly. And... If he was really smart, he would just release it when it's done and not do a trailer halfway. Because when you start releasing, like, in-progress videos, that's when you get shut down. Yeah. Speaking of not making money off of uh, hot <laughs> property, make sure you go to RageQuickCast.com to check out my series, Mortal Kombat Playground. We've got the first six chapters already online, and the final two chapters will be released this week. It's uh, just a short story, eight chapters, all the Mortal Kombat characters as fifth graders in elementary school, duking it out on the playground with lots of fun references to the video games and movies. Awesome. So, I had a lot of fun writing that, so this will be the final two chapters. And, uh, you know, people getting punched in the nuts, going to Principal Shao Khan's office. <laughs> uh, so, you know, and I, I threw, you know, there's some dialogue from the movies in it. You know, there's lots of references. Like, at one point, Katana is, like, trying to study for a test, and she's like, ah, oh, what planet were the living trees from? You know, it's and Johnny Cage is like, all trees are alive. And she's like, these are the kind that eat you. <laughs> you know, and he's like, fuck. And he's like, that's why, you know, I stay inside and play, like, Road Fighter all the time. <laughs> but anyways, check it out. Uh, you know, you might like it. It's kind of fun. But obviously, you know, not making any money off of it. Just want to do it as, like, a fun little joke. So. Word. Exactly. Exactly. You're not going to start a Kickstarter. They're like, all right, guys, I'm going to make this into an animated series. Here we go. Let's yeah. t- it's time to raise a million dollars. Yeah, I was just bored, and I was just I was like, oh, what would the Mortal Kombat characters be like if they actually had to go to school? Yeah, exactly. So, and uh, and they're talking about how dumb Lunch Lady Shiva is. So, 
I try and find little stupid shit to put in there. But anyways, yeah, go check that out, ragequitcast.com. And when uh, when all chapters are done, we'll probably put like a PDF of it on uh, jumpinpodcast.com also. So awesome. Check it out. Tell me if it doesn't suck bad. If if there's one series they need to to remake and bring back, I've been watching um, I've been watching this old ass anime called <laughs> the Heroic Legend of Arslan. Oh, uh, okay. But actually, it's pretty awesome. You know, for for what it is like this old anime, it's uh, it's like fantasy, medieval times. There's no real magic, but it's like it's kind of like Game of Thrones, where uh, you know, like the One Kingdom gets invaded, and like the Crown Prince has to go around and gather up like a super team full of like awesome the dudes, like the most badass dudes on the on the planet, medieval planet. Um, and like this is like a lot of intrigue, and like the characters are really interesting. But at the same time, it's this old cheesy fantasy anime. Mm. So I feel like if they brought this anime back, you know, it's like just like remake it in modern, you know, like modern times, modern techniques. It could be really cool. You know, they brought back the Berserk series, uh, which mm. I can't, I can't watch the old Berserk series now because they basically just like redid the entire TV show run as a like brand new animation, better action, etc. three part movie. Oh. So it's like it could be the same thing where like watching this this old show, you really get this feeling of like, holy crap, like this is the most badass dude dude warrior like ever. And like at, at one point at one point, um I hear the the prince who got booted out of his kingdom is trying to get uh, his next door neighbor uh, who are in the middle of a civil war to join him. So they're like, we will settle it. Uh, they're like, we'll let the gods settle it. Trial by combat. Choose your champion. And uh, and like his main man, the guy who's been supporting him this whole entire time, like the guy who will be like the general of his armies, steps up to fight uh, to fight against the uh, uh, whoever the hell they were fighting against in like a trial by combat. It's just so cool. It's it's great, like classic fantasy stuff. I like that you were describing him, and you said "dude warrior." Yes, that's exactly who he is. I just wrote that down. I was like, "dude warrior." That sounds like a great <laughs> idea for a character. Dude, dude warrior. <laughs> dude but warrior. It, it's like it, the perfect name. Yeah, and and that's basically what he is. Like, whenever he needs anything, he's like, "Dude, I need you to warrior someone." I like this, dude warrior. That's cool. Yeah, it's the heroic legend of Dude Warrior, really. I might, I might have to put Dude Warrior into uh, a book of some sort. At, at, at one point, some of his, some of the prince's allies during the uh, the fight uh, between Dude Warrior and this monster man who can't feel pain, mm. uh, who's bit that, and like that fight will decide like the outcome. Uh, and his would be allies are like kind of like joking around, like, "Come on, man." Come on, you can do it. Like, come on, aren't you a man? Aren't you a real warrior? You could take him down. And Prince gets really pissed off, and he's like, "One, and but, but oh, can I also say there's a lot of homosexual undertones." <laughs> there always is with dude warriors. I know, I know. But like, the prince is like, "God, if anything happens to my dude warrior, I think I'll kill everyone around me and myself." <laughs> do it. It's so good. And, like, most of the cast are men. And not just any men, really fabulously good-looking men. Who are, yeah. like, who are like not too, they're too busy to hook up with chicks. Those kind of dudes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the, the kind of dudes that you want to have your back, like, in any kind of fight. 
Yeah, like Ram Man. <laughs> it's like, Ram Man, you got my, my back a little too much. Yeah. Uh. All right, well, I got to go. All right. So, bye. No. Yeah. So, check us out on jumpinpodcast.com, obviously. Uh, RedSquareTV.com, ElderGeek.com, RageQuitCast.com, Stitcher Radio, uh, <laughs> iTunes, and uh, whatever whatever websites that are posting us without our permission, I'm giving you verbal permission right now to post it. Awesome. All right. So, well, thanks for listening, everybody. And um, oh yeah, and post your post your homelands comic book warrior and tell us if they're any good on our Facebook page. And tell us how awesome it would be if we took over West Coast Avengers. And um, <laughs> oh, the and the Great Lakes Avengers. They have no, to be like the rival. No, West Coast Avengers. Uh, tell, you, tell us who should be on the, our West Coast Avengers team. Um, what else are we asking for fame? Be tell me the ultimate combination of fatties and skinnies in ice hockey. Mm. And uh, I know there was three people that volunteered to be interns, and I wanted to contact them this week. And I went to scroll all the way back in our Facebook blog, and I just <laughs> no. couldn't find it. I feel like <laughs> Facebook kind of like omits some of the posts after a while. Oh, no. So if you were interested in being a fake intern for the Jumpman Podcast, uh, you know, and doing a project for us, and we would reward you with uh, letting you come on one of our episodes and pick a topic to talk about. Uh, hit us up on Facebook this week, so then I may actually contact you this time. Dude, you need to <laughs> wait, wait, and 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 post your email address or something, so we want it to go through Facebook. Yeah, private messages on Facebook. That's there way you go. easier, actually. Private messages. Know. If you want to be a fake intern on the podcast, I'm pretty sure I know the three dudes. Yeah, that that volunteered, but then I would feel bad if I contacted the wrong ones. So, right. you know who you are, or if you're just hearing this for the first time and you want to be a fake intern, hit us up. Private message on Facebook. Word. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Jump man, engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall.